not saying you have to love football. We all have different likes and dislikes, people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouthfeel. But, but if you're someone who loves football, I mean, truly loves it well, my sportsbook app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat on confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. When a saint is being commemorated in the church, those who put the lectionary together try to match the character of the saint with scripture. And from the Book of Wisdom, we have literature that was written about 150 years before Jesus for Jews who were living in Hellenistic territory. And they just took ordinary wisdom and they put it in the hands of God. In other words, they wanted us to realize that all things are created by God, even wisdom. And even wisdom is sometimes referred to as she and synonymous with God. So they personify wisdom and then they, these are the authors of Sirach, they associate wisdom with God. So when they're speaking about wisdom, they're speaking about God. And God shares his wisdom with creation. That's the idea of depreciation in the book of Sirach of our gifts of wisdom. So when the scriptures are being put together, again, they try to reflect in, in retrospect through the lectionary, the saint of the day. And we have a saint of the sixth century, he died 461, Gregory, he was Pope. And, excuse me, Leo, he was Pope. I say, I slipped Gregory in there by mistake because Leo is called Leo the Great, and the only other Pope in history is called Great is Gregory. Different centuries, different characters. So Leo, Leo lived in a time, you see, it's very important for us as Catholics to realize we didn't just pop out of the sky or pop out of the earth. Our church was founded, as we heard today in the scriptures, by Jesus on Petras, on the rock, Peter, as a new foundation for the ongoing community that would follow him. But the church is founded by people. Jesus Christ is the rock of our foundation of the church. Peter takes up the challenge and continues it. He's a person. He's not, he's not a god. He's not a saint yet. He's a person. And that's very important because our history as a church is history. It's not spirituality. It's history. So God became flesh, and when that started, the whole thrust of who we would be as a church would be people, human people, following the supernatural Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was also a man. So that combination of history and faith is very important for us to realize, which means, and I'll chuck it up in the negative side, at times people screw up. They make mistakes. Popes did it. Saints did it. The only person in history who never did it was Jesus and Mary. She was spared, unable to commit sin almost. Jesus, of course, was God, didn't commit sin. So it's important for us to look back on our church and realize every time we gather, and I look just randomly at the church today, I see Francis, I see St. Uh, Anthony, Therese of Lisieux, and St. Pellegrino, 
people, people through living their lives heroically enter into a, a spirituality that makes them, quote, saints. Paul says everyone who died is a saint in heaven. So we're talking about the canonized saints, the, the ones that are placed before us because of their historic and, and heroic values and accomplishments. Okay, Leo. Leo is Pope, again, history, during the time in which there was controversy, and you and I, there's no controversy, whether Jesus was God and man, or just God, or just man. Okay? And he stepped forward, because he realized this, this is the day before Twitter and Facebook and our cell phones and media communications. And the church in the East was favoring this separation of Jesus as God, separated from Jesus as man. And he stepped in, and there's a long history to the, the council that was called to address this, but he stepped forward and wrote extensively about the faith that comes to us from Scripture. And don't forget, as he's writing this, he's writing it as a man. Uh, he's the Pope, but he's still the, a man, inspired by God to do what is right. You and I are in the same category. We're people, mankind. And when we do right, we're being inspired by our faith in God to do right. So he wrote extensively on, on the divinity and unity of Jesus as God-man. Word made flesh. Eventually it is settled, many centuries later, but at that point it was settled temporarily. It comes up again between the East and the West. Another thing he's famous for we all know the name Attila the Hun. He's a wild man. He was a Hungarian uh, rebel rouser. And he was conquering city after city in Europe. And he was on the border lines of coming into Rome. I got a few stories. The fact is, he didn't enter Rome. The stories are varied. One, the Pope went out to meet him. And there's a great painting by Raphael in the Stanze, which are the rooms of the Vatican, uh, the rooms, the Pope's rooms. And in that beautiful painting, it's an it's a art-shaped painting, you have St. Leo, Pope St. Leo, all dressed up in his regalia, on his horse, blessing Attila, who's the Hun, the Hungarian, the, the, the wild man, coming toward him. And in the sky, over the Pope, there are two saints, Peter and Paul, with swords held out. The story is, Attila said to his folks that were following him, we got to turn back because he has supernatural powers. And I see in the heaven above him, these characters with swords. So we're going to be conquered. One version. Another version, when the Pope came out, he paid him off. We don't know which, which version is true. He gave him a, a, a dowry of sorts, a, a bribe to, to leave Rome alone. Another version is when he came out, he, he spoke to him and told him, Attila, hey, listen, you're entering Rome. It's filled with the plague. You enter Rome, your, your soldiers are all going to die of the plague. The spiritual action 
through all of these human actions is Attila did not enter Rome and did not destroy and ravage Rome. You see the hand of God? The hand of God is acting through the human leadership of Leo. The hand of God acts through us. But we've got to be open to it. That's why an informed conscience is so important. As Christians and as Catholics today, we have been faced with a very controversial, to say the least, election. We don't know how it's going to settle out. We'll let the, 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 the leaders of our country in justice prevail. But we are on the line as Catholics because our faith is being challenged. One way or the other, no matter who becomes the next leader of our country, our faith is being challenged. On one direction, we're looked upon as a threat. And churches will be challenged to stay open. They'll be closed. There'll be persecution. And we've already seen that. The direction of that side will be not so respectful of life from conception to death natural death of old age. The list goes on. You know the political issues. But we as Catholics are people, human people, working behalf, on behalf of God. God's, and our faith in God and our spirituality has to come forward. It came forward as much as we could imagine in the election process. But now as the election process is passed and other things are happening regarding that, we need to go forward, just like Leo, standing up for what we believe, standing up for our faith, standing up for the poor, standing up for the immigrant, standing up for the unborn, standing up for respect, life of all generations and all orientations. And this is our challenge. It's not a holy challenge. It's not a holy war. No, it's life. And that whole event of the incarnation, Jesus becoming human being, God becoming flesh, is our, our direction, our vision. He did it in his time, and his reward was death and resurrection. So God the Father had the last word. Our challenge is our time to go forward and respect one another and bring our faith forward. Will all of the, the negativity of, of our world and our country especially stop with a prayer? Like we'd like to imagine Leo stopped Attila with a prayer and a blessing? I don't know. It could. It could. More than once Pope Francis has called for worldwide prayer for the sake of the COVID, for the sake of politics in the world. Yes, it could come. Yes, there could be a vaccination. Will it be God's hand or the scientist's hand? Yes, God acting through the scientists. And when we go home, how we treat our families and friends is very important because we come here and we embrace the body of Christ and we're leaving with the body of Christ in us. We're human people who are receiving the consecrated presence of Jesus Christ. So in a sense, we are like the incarnation in miniature. 
So when we go home, we go to our shopping, we go on the, the, to the malls or, or driving, whatever, wherever we are, we have to go forward as human beings who are Christian. Human beings who have been blessed with faith in Jesus Christ. A lot easier to stay in church and huddle in the corner and say prayers all day and then go home and act like an animal. But that's not us. That's not what we're challenged to do. We're challenged to come here, be nourished, be nurtured on the Word of God, and go home and live in faith. Live with that positive action that the Holy Spirit is within us. And stand up for not only what we believe, but who we are. Made in the image and likeness of God. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.